Hey everyone, just a heads up that Mike's audio is going to sound a little weird in this episode due to our continuing adventures in remote recording. Enjoy the show. A dissection is imperative. Actually, you know what, guys? After the thorough research I've done for this episode, I'm going to say I don't think the artist we're discussing today needs or is worthy of a smooth transition into it. I just want to get into this. I want to discuss this artist. The artist is Takashi69, and we're discussing it on this week's episode of The Songtopsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm going to think of another way to start this episode. Steve Trollinger. Wait, for real, Steve? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> yeah. we can get caught in an endless feedback loop. That's all That's all I live now. <laughs> that's all any of us live, as we do another episode remotely uh, via Zoom from our self-imposed quarantine. But you know what, guys? Uh, well, first off, actually, if it is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, indeed. Uh, but... I feel like we talk about how quarantine has done has done so much to keep us separate and keep us from interacting with each other. But coronavirus has also brought people together with their families. Like if you were serving a prison sentence, let's say, and you get to finish out the last chunk of it under house arrest because you have asthma and the prison you're, ha- you're stuck in uh, has cases of coronavirus. Who could we possibly be referring to? On this week's episode of the Songs House Report, we'll be discussing the music of Paul Manafort. Yes, Paul Manafort. His new mixtape finally <laughs> dropped. We're very excited to finally be discussing that. Uh, no, of course, we are discussing Takashi69, who is now releasing music again. We, ha- we have not discussed him in, a, in quite a while. I was looking back. It was episode 41 when we were first introduced to the music of the uh, now incredibly infamous SoundCloud rapper. Ah, the lame-ass snitch with Skittles in his hair, man. But we didn't know he was a snitch at the time. We covered him, Mike, so much. You can tell. You can tell a snitch, Nick. You can see it in his face, man. He's just... How could you see it through the tattoos? How could you even tell? What about that said snitch? Look, look. The creators of the English language made snitch rhyme with bitch for a reason, okay? And they did it for this specific purpose. For 6-9. 6-9 is the end game of the progenitors of the English language. Yes. That's my working theory. That all adds up. <laughs> uh, but no, today we are discussing the uh, still pretty much brand new uh, Takashi 6 9 song, Gooba, uh, which is his first post-prison release and has broken several records already on YouTube because this is the world we live in now. But you know what, guys? It's been a while since we covered Takashi 69 last. He's been through a lot. You know, he's been through the prison system. He's been forced to testify against people. He's had some terrible instant. He's had a lot happen to him. And now that he's at least he's out of prison technically, but he's still finishing up his sentence. But I think that uh, there's a chance that he could have had some sober introspection that he could have reconciled with kind of what he's done in his actions. And I'm curious if the new song he released is going to reflect that. So let's let's just hear a little bit of this. I tell a nigga don't dick ride, don't blink ride, leave it to the double thick thighs, twin sisters. Drop it down and wobble, wobble up, mommy boot it up, shake it down and gobble, gobble up, cause my money up, slide, slide in the... 
Uh, we can start with that. <laughs> at, at some point, will there be some kind of like music that occurs that that isn't just like the the sound of like large butts moving? I don't. Uh, will will a beat drop at some point? I feel like it's we're going too long without a beat S- drop. Steve, here. Steve, just in case you're aware. The, the, that that thudding thing you were hearing that was not those were not butts that was actual instrumentation that was probably like one drum pedal kind of kicking over and over again well you could have fooled me based on what i was watching <laughs> is takashi 69 telling his buddies not to ride dicks like is is well uh I suppose we can get into that. Uh, Mike, I would say probably not in the literal sense. It's probably more of a metaphor thing. Um, but you know what? It's it's up to interpretation. But that is the beginning of uh, Takashi's newest song, Gooba, which I unfortunately, because uh, I am out of touch with the kids, had to Google and try to figure out what Gooba actually meant. Uh, and it turns out the song title is Six Nines Take on the Word Goober meaning a foolish or clueless person. And he's addressing this to all of his various quote-unquote haters, which I suppose would include us, given the fact that we are discussing it. Goober is such a... That's such a weird word for him to use. Well, that's why oh, he had to make it gooba. A, you're such a goober. No, like, but gooba... Like, Mike, Mike, you're right. Goober is like, <laughs> oh, you're such a goober. But gooba, gooba, that's got that patented 6 9 spin on it. Oh, Oh my god! You know, it's it's things like that that almost make him charming to me, Nick. I'll tell you. <laughs> ooh, ooh! I really hope this is an argument that we can maintain throughout. I really, we really need a devil's advocate for this episode, Mike, and you have now fit into that. Well, you start using words like goober. <laughs> How can now? As I, I was saying this to Steve and Mike before we recorded, but this episode necessitated a ton of research, but I don't want to make this a true crime podcast, but unfortunately, to catch you to catch you the listener up, if you've listened since the past time the last time we covered uh 69, uh, a lot has transpired and I've worked very hard to just give you the bullet points you need to understand what 69 is talking about and why he is so angry other than the fact he's just always kind of sounded this angry. Nick's been flicking through research day in day out Hours after hours, really putting the the midnight oil into this into this episode, guys. And and I just showed up. I feel like I've done more actual time of research than Takashi did serve in jail. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I did a ton of research. I'm just saying Takashi got out of jail very lightly, considering what he uh, could have faced. Uh, but very quickly. To catch you up, uh, 6ix9ine, a.k.a. Daniel Hernandez, is an American rapper, songwriter, and now convicted felon. Uh, his music is marked by his aggressive style of rapping, which you heard a little bit of. Um, while his And then I love the way that they, their bio puts it. Uh, his controversial public persona is characterized by his distinctive rainbow-colored hair, extensive tattoos, public feuds with fellow celebrities, and legal issues. Now, we covered a lot of his early, like, from a kid to his first SoundCloud song. So, uh, Nick, like I said. Nick, uh, Nick that, that sounds to me just like Big Star Bingo. That's all That's all that is. Ah, uh, yes. Hang on. See, <laughs> rainbow-colored hair, that that bingo spot, that's the tough one. That's the one very few people get, but Takashi well, crosses do- it off. Doing something crazy with one's hair fits in with the, with the stars. Yeah, right? I mean, it's more of a general hair. Uh, it's not specifically rainbow. Yeah, general hair expression. Now, if you have been paying any attention to just popular culture over the past week, you're probably what aware- the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, what else are you doing? Um, 
you're probably you might be aware that Takashi Six Nine recently uh, got out of prison, released this song, which by the way is uh, broke the record on YouTube for the most streamed hip hop song in 24 hours at over a hundred million views. Yeah, so we wow. feel fairly we still we still in this instance feel fairly comfortable discussing and possibly dismissing elements of this song because fuck us. It's obviously we don't know we don't have our thumbs on the pulse of the nation, so feel like we could just scream into the void and nobody will care. And that's what dude, the listeners tune in for. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. So uh, dude, that means people are thinking that these raps are slapping. Right? Except except they're they're not thinking it with those words because they're likely cooler than we are. Oh, man. What, 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 how would you what do you think the cool kids are saying? I about? wouldn't fucking know, Mike, <laughs> at all. That's why I said it. This this rap is Grilling at 425 degrees on an 80-degree summer day, you know? like Rolls right off the tongue. This track is frying an egg on the sidewalk. That's how hot it is. <laughs> but so, yeah, so you, the listener, might be aware that Takashi recently got out of prison, but you might not know all the nitty-gritty of what he did. I certainly learned a lot over the past few days. So the most succinct way, and I tried so hard to do this succinctly, to boil it down is... Uh, in November of 2018, not too long after we first covered him, uh, 6 9 was arrested in New York City on federal crime charges including racketeering, carrying a firearm, assault with a deadly weapon, and conspiracy murder charges, and was arrested with his manager along with several of his associates. And according to the indictment, uh, Hernandez slash 6 9 and the other defendants, quote, participated in the operation and management of the nine tray uh, gangsta bloods, which is a gang here in New York City. Uh, he pleaded not guilty Ooh. to the charges initially before entering a plea bargain with the U.S. government later on, and uh, this is where the accusations of being a snitch came from. Do you ever do you ever think that, like when when cases like this get to, like beyond a district court, and you start talking about, uh, you know, like higher higher benches and appeals courts, and whatnot? Do you ever think like the lawyers who argue those cases are always kind of afraid for? Like this is this like like these types of cases are their least favorite because they have to pronounce this stuff in public, and they have no idea what they're talking about. Steve, I feel like you're projecting your deepest fear and anxieties just, onto just, these lawyers. Like, like Steve's these, anxiety they, dream is him waking up, having to defend some rapper, and not being able to with a straight face. Uh, uh, hi, players. The, uh, the uh, nine tray bloods, in the uh, in the case of United States v nine. Trey Bloods, am I saying that right? Like that's that's their greatest fear. Is like I'm gonna get this. And then case. you're like, and that's not a that's not a three in Spanish thing. It's spelled T R E Y. I just want that to be established. Let the record state. <laughs> they're terrified. They're terrified of getting these cases. Steve, I think they know you're they're terrified. gonna have to pronounce this stuff. Steve, you, you don't have to go into law. You don't have to go into litigation. It's okay. This will never happen to you. I think the lawyers were fine. They thought they all. Everyone sounded like a professional. Um, but in terms of why Takashi joined, now this is where here's the thing. Some legitimately scary shit happened to Takashi while he was a member of this gang. Somebody was caught on audio. Like, there was an attempted kidnapping, and I, I, there was a dash cam, and you could kind of hear the audio. When you realize Takashi was, like, a 22, 23-year-old kid, it's kind of scary. Like, when you think about, like, oh, your life was in danger, your possible child and, and like, family was in danger. However... Takashi, when he was 23, claimed he joined the gang, this was back in 2017, uh, but left less than a year later. He testified that he was a member of the gang, but that he was basically doing it as a publicity stunt to promote his career. 
um, which is what a reporter said that was one of the statements during the trial. Doesn't that take away like a good chunk of his street cred? I think it takes away all of his street cred. <laughs> Literally everything he did, all of his music is so aggressive and it's all about how, I mean, obviously posturing is a part of rap anyway, but when your defense relies on you essentially tearing that facade down, uh, how do you then come back and act like a hard ass? I mean, there's a whole cottage cottage industry of people being able to completely ignore facts and things that happen to them in the name of like moving on and like ignoring like that. That's just, that's a very marketable human skill that a lot of terrible people use to get ahead in life is the ability to just forget all of the stuff that came before in order to present a, some sort of facade going forward. Look, man, they are just following any therapist's advice, right? Just forget about all the bad stuff. And you know, Keep moving forward. You don't think it's an honorable... Uh, you know? I, most most therapists would argue that you should accept events in the past, not necessarily dwell on them since they cannot be changed, but you have to accept that it happened and then move on. Not, oh, just whatever you said like two years ago doesn't count. So just continue to continue to act a fool as though nothing changed. And then you get... Almost 200 million views on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying it's a, I'm not saying the world is not a terrible place. Oh yeah, no, there there, there exists a world where Takashi or Six Nine learned something from all of this. There exists a world where he realized, holy shit, I was close to facing either life in prison. I believe was at one point on the table. Uh, 47 years was another because he cooperated with authorities and because he essentially had to grovel at the feet of the New York City judiciary. Uh, he got off with a two-year sentence, most of which he's already served, and as I stated early on, um, he gets to finish off the latter half of his sentence under house arrest because of good behavior and because he has asthma, and his law- he has good lawyers who are able to argue he should finish that his sentence away due to coronavirus. Do you, do you think the Bloods are going to do a sneeze-by? You know? <laughs> hey, he's got asthma. Let's get him. <laughs> They just got the most heavily pollinated plants with them. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> Steve, is there you were a, saying? Is there a less cool thing to say than cooperated with the authorities? Like, every part of that phrase is just stigmatized well, with... That's what people are saying. It's like, like to how, how can he come back with anything other than his tail between his legs after doing all of this? In fact, there's actually a really good uh, Vulture article that was written. And uh, one of the lines was, uh, quote, Under the threat of jail time, the Brooklyn rapper said 6 9 was merely a character he plays. A statement released by his attorney following the 2018 arrest on federal charges deflated the whole 6 9 myth in no uncertain terms, calling the rapper, quote, an entertainer who portrays a, quote, unquote, and this is where Steve's nightmare would come in, gangster image to promote his music, who's done nothing but get mixed up with the wrong crowd. So Ah, uh, yes, the Andy Kaufman defense. Essentially, essentially, yes. So he does all of this. He gets off with a two-year sentence. Now, he, uh, once again, listeners, I'm sure you also are, are also aware that uh, 6 9 went on Instagram Live and broke the record for that as well with 2 million people 
uh, watching his live video of him getting out of jail, explaining the the whole snitchuation, I guess we'll call it. Uh, <laughs> snitchgate. It's snitchgate. Snitchgate. Well, the, the, it takes some sort of. You no, know, they told him he was supposed to go into witness protection, and he said, "Fuck that." I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah, how could he? What would he do? I'm Takashi six eight. What are you talking about? I've never heard hey. of Takashi six nine. Somewhere in Idaho, like a year from now. Hey, have you met the new mailman? Oh, here he comes now. Hey, mailman Larry. <laughs> Got the letters for you now. Got the mail from your daughter from the higher now. Oh, Steve, I missed your Takashi impression. Did you call Takashi a vampire because you said, how could anyone who was able to see themselves in a reflection choose to look like that? Yeah. <laughs> I may or may not have said that. That's good. I, yeah. think, that, I think that was it. <laughs> um, obviously, obviously, at some point after prison, he visited some sort of rap Van Helsing that cured his vampirism so he could take the veneer off his teeth. But now, so here's the thing. After all of this comes out, basically everyone was saying Takashi's 6 9 his career is dead after this. He snitched. How can he show his face and pretend to be like, you know, a hardened thug anymore when you, your image has totally been deflated and taken away? But then... Uh, while he's uh, while he's under house arrest, uh, the judge allows him to film a music video for Gooba, and it temporarily breaks the internet because every single person wanted to see this. As of right now, the YouTube video, which we're pulling this from, is sitting at almost 170 million views after being out for, what, a week? A little less? And we'd love it if our episode can also reach that exact same amount of people. So Welcome to the Wish Fulfillment Report, where we dissect our own wish fulfillment and figure out how it died. Oh, no. <laughs> That's an easy equation to solve. Oh, no. Uh, but you know what, guys? Let's get back into the song. A dissection is imperative. So we heard just a very little bit, and I'm very excited because, Steve, you said you have not actually, you've actually somehow managed to avoid this song up until this point. Uh, but yes, Mike, I have I, Mike, Mike and I have listened to it several times. Uh, we've rocked out to it. We've come up with dances for it. We've just been having a ball with it. Uh... So let's get back into the beginning of it. I tell a nigga, don't dick ride, don't blink ride, leave it to the double thick thighs, twin sisters. Drop it down and wobble, wobble up, mommy boot it up. She can- Holy All right. Jesus. Now, <laughs> there's a lot to say there. I know that just early on we were on the line, uh, I tell A, and then we might need the thesaurus again for, uh, let's say, uh, I- c- compadre. Yes, I, I will find synonyms for friend. I tell a compadre, don't. Dick ride, don't blick ride. Now we know what a blick it was, and eagle-eared song topsy listeners from way back when we did six uh, nine before know that a blick is slang for a gun, as in a blicky uh, got the stiffy. Uh, I believe is what <laughs> Takashi said back then. So yes, so I don't dick ride, don't blick ride. He doesn't ride a gun. Well, so he's not riding in with the gun. He's now, I believe in this case he's using... So there's like three layers of contextual metaphor here. It's a so he's, Takashi 6 so nine blick, cake. Blick, which is uh, a metaphor for a gun. The gun, which is a metaphor for a dick. So it's just he's double... He's he's uh he's doubling down and don't he's go. doubling down. So he's just he's saying the same thing but in two different ways, which is very poetic. So I'll give him that. He's a regular Robert Frost. Yeah, 
But then uh, leave it to the Double Thick Thighs Twin Sisters, which is a reference to uh, Rachel uh, Watley, who is a model and bartender who has been 6ix9ine's girlfriend since late 2008, and her sister, Sarah Watley. And they both appear in this song. The music video is very oh, colorful, by the way. Center. Oh, yeah. The music video is very colorful. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have uh, already watched it. If only to hate watch it. By the way, 6ix9ine, I'm going to argue this point throughout, but... I don't know who genuinely enjoys his music in the sense like... 5.6 million people do, Nick! No, but in the sense of like, wow, you know what? 6ix9ine's music got me through some tough times, or I love just driving down and listening to this. It really resonates with me. It's almost like everyone just hate watches and hate listens to it just to see what he's going to say or what he's going to do. Now, Nick, is that true, or is that because you are biased because you surround yourself with people who think the same way that you do? So you assume that everybody's doing it because everyone you know is doing it that way, but you can't put yourself in the shoes or mindset of a completely different person with different tastes. You know what? That's fair, but I, my mindset aligns with Snoop Dogg, and that's good company I want to be in. Snoop Dogg, <laughs> who, when he found out uh, that 6 9 broke this YouTube record, said, quote, they got to stop pushing this rat. Ooh, that's... Oh, he he said, like... uh, uh, quote, all these media outlets making snitching cool. I'm old school. Fuck 69 and everybody pushing his line right now. All New York GZ feel me on this, and if you don't, fuck you too. <laughs> I loved it. Snoop Dogg called out. He said, because he does the, he does his cooking show with Martha Stewart, he says, Martha Stewart did time and she didn't snitch. I as And I love Martha Stewart. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Martha Stewart. Uh, but I would, I would be, I would not hesitate to say that, you know, if we're thinking of like things that are not that don't necessarily sound cool contextually when you say it, like cooperated with the authorities and has a cooking show with Martha Stewart, might be like similar in certain respects. <laughs> or do you think? Whoa, maybe- whoa, whoa! I thought everyone, I thought everybody thought Martha Stewart was a real G. I do. Don't get me wrong. I'm trying to put myself in the position of someone else who is looking at those two statements and thinking they are equal. <sighs> Let's hear a little more. Sorry, I, I got to stop there. Um, okay, so I think the metaphor here is... <laughs> well, first off, uh, a Blick ride. I didn't even mention that, but that's the worst ride at Six Flags that I've seen. Or actually, wait... It would be six nine flags. The Blick ride is what you ride there uh, at at <laughs> no, six nine's new amusement park. No, you don't park. ride the Blick ride, right? <laughs> no, he's saying only if if you're not if you're not tall enough, you can't you don't Blick ride. Uh, you know, it's like forty eight inches. I think is usually the requirement. And if you're too old, you don't dick ride. Is that right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's more like an eighteen and older thing, Mike. Uh, so also we got the line: uh, "Drop it down and wobble, wobble up, mommy, boot it up." By the way, I really wish if. Every time I opened my computer, Takashi just screamed, Mommy booted up. Like, you know, we're, we're about to edit a new episode of the podcast. I open up my computer and... Mommy booted up! I, I can be hopeful. And then she get down and gobble gobble up. I'm assuming he made a wonderful Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, I... Oh, man. <laughs> it was actually his birthday recently. I think May 8th was his birthday, which is also why he dropped the music video then. <laughs> Happy birthday, 6 9 birthday. From all of us here at the Song Topsy Report, happy 24th birthday. From all of us here trying to make a name off of your antics, we salute you. For all of us haters and bottom-feeding leeches, happy birthday.
<laughs> oh, because that's what he was saying. I, I mentioned he did an Instagram live video. I watched all 12 minutes of it, and I let me tell you, I will never get those 12 minutes back. But he also did go on to say, just basically, I he's very gloaty right now, as you can imagine, because he, he's, everyone said that he would, at least according to him, everyone said his career was dead. How could anyone want to listen to him? And yet here he comes with everyone enraptured by his antics. He bought, uh, he was still able to make money off his music while he was in prison. While he was in jail, he signed a $10 million record deal for two albums uh, and made, I believe, $20 million off of royalties for his music while he was in prison. So he came out of this. He bought like five new cars. He was, he was fla- uh, flaunting his jewelry, which was like, you know, half a mil here, half a mil here. So he's riding pretty high right now. Nick, there's hey. obviously something we're not seeing here. You know what I mean? This, how well, are you making $10 million? Like, this must be what's good. That's it. I but mean, you I'm, know what? Also, it's, wait, are, are we wrong? It's, no, it can't be. No, that can't be. Here's the th- here's <laughs> what I will say though. It's very easy to be confident and cocky when you're under house arrest on an in an undisclosed location, essentially being covered by six nine is going to have to hire private security for the rest of his life. He snitched on a on a Bloods gang in New York City. Like he's <sighs> never going to know a day's peace. Yeah. But Nick, life isn't beautiful because it goes on forever. Its impermanence is the thing that gives it meaning. So snitch on everyone. Steve, snitch on everyone, Trollinger. Snitch on people who don't even have anything to snitch about. (laughs) Hey, I'm pretty sure Nick has a case of plutonium under his bed. Oops, I didn't say that, Nuclear Regulatory Commission. So you're saying, Steve, that uh, life is just a blick slash dick and we should all just ride it along with Takashi 69. Life is just a hurricane here in Blickburg. <laughs> so, uh we left off Mommy is booting it up. Gobble gobble up cuz my money up slide slide in the belly trucker the rave trucker your bestie is a dick sucker a big double assalamualaikum you big hater nothing but a hater hater So he said a lot there too. He he he's got a laundry list of uh things he wants to really drive home about what he's been up to since prison. The Bentley and the Wraith, those are two uh, vehicles that he recently purchased. Uh, your best, your bestie is a dick sucker. Uh, I don't know if that's to anyone specific or if he's just assuming the insults that he's just throwing out there will apply to enough people where, where they'll be offended. Uh, and then I big dub her. I don't know exactly what that means. But isn't, to, be, isn't being dubbed? It's to kind of dismiss someone, from my understanding. But how, so, but he's not. But he's not just snubbing. He's he's big. He's big snubbing. He's big so, snubbing. I, so it's. I mean, that goes beyond even ignoring. That's just. I mean, beyond normal you, dubbing. Is that where you? Is that where you convince the entire party to also snub the person? Like it's not. It's not oh, you mean like, my middle school. <laughs> Yeah, experience so, so, so we all have to be nick's middle school to nick is that that's that's how you i'm pretty sure i'm already nick's middle school to nick <laughs> uh the next line actually threw me for a loop because i actually recognized the phrase assalamu alaikum which is a greeting in arabic that means uh peace be upon you it was one of Guys, like four phrases i learned when i went to egypt 
Guys, guys, I really want to use this uh, for this lyric. I really want to use, uh, really want to use this uh, this this phrase from the Quran, this uh, this Muslim greeting. I really want to use it. It's not fitting the meter, though. What if I add the word llama? That's not going to offend people, right? If I just add the word llama to this Muslim, but it, uh, but it's it's the last part of it. Assalamu llama alaikum. Yeah, but there's no there's no second llama there. I think I think this might be just an. A, a nice thing he threw into his rap. Yes. Like, peace be upon you. I'm sure he's hey, got a... shout out to my Arab listeners, all it's, right? It's like when Black Eyed Peas threw Mazel Tov into their I Got a Feeling song. Do you know how many bar and bat mitzvahs that song got played at just because the Black Eyed Peas threw that one phrase in there? I think 6 9 is getting into this because it's also uh, Ramadan currently, so maybe this song is trying to be the official anthem of Ramadan. I don't know how the Muslim community will feel about that, but he's he's thrown his hat in the ring. I mean, most religious communities tend to act like uh, really, really like positive when it comes to being insulted. So I would love to hear a gospel choir remix of this song already. Uh, but he continues. That is very um, disrespectful because he says, "Now we catch him at the chicken spot, up a couple chops, pop that, and then Steve, do we have another?" Uh, synonym? Uh, friendo. Pop that friendo with a hundred shots. ta 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 Now, so he's yeah. he's implying that he does a hit on one of his various haters at a chicken spot, which first off, as we already know, uh, is... No, 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 it was his buddy. It's his buddy, Nick. Oh, you think he's actually referring to yeah, a friend? Yeah, he's catching, you know, he caught up with him at the chicken spot. They I hope they maintain grub. six feet from each other, though. Shot him to death. No, no. Six like you do with your friends. They went out drinking, Steve. They went Six out drinking. nine can't even go to the chicken spot. He's under house arrest. This is an empty threat slash promise. <laughs> Unless he's zooming in. Could you imagine if he hires some thugs to like do a hit on a guy and he's just on video call along with it? So like they're holding like an iPad out the window just so he can feel like he's there. <laughs> okay, so you think but so wait, Mike, if, if you're impl- like, I thought it was a hit, but you're saying it's him hanging out with a friend. What does pop that friendo with a hundred shots mean? Yo, so it's a, uh, you're, you're popping, uh, popping the cap off the new liquor bottle, man. You're pouring him out the shots. No doubt. No doubt. He's right taking a hundred shots. <laughs> Mike, that's so many. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I don't know six nines liver. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he was trying to help someone whose parents didn't get him vaccinated when he was a kid. Oh my God! Up. So he has to make. D- he's, he's <laughs> That's actually really nice of Six Nine. So he's meeting up with a friend whose parents were anti-vaxxers, and he's helping him get all of them done in one fell swoop. You got, you got your tetanus, you got your you got your um, smallpox, you got the whole shebang. <laughs> it's got a cocktail of shots. All right, so. So, you know what? This is actually painting 6 9 in a much more positive light for me. I can get behind this version of him. Maybe he is reformed after prison. <laughs> yeah, because you a little bit, 6 9 <gasps> Mike, after he, we just went over his reformed ways, you're calling him a little bitch? I don't know how you could admit you don't, you can't knuckle up because you just, you know, you'll get beat up. Wait, hold on. You guys, you, so you skipped completely over Day Day made that blank diddy bop as though you know perfectly well what the hell that means. (laughs) So you felt perfectly comfortable skipping over that completely. (laughs) 
not talking about it. I only know about the next sentence. I only know what a Diddy Bop was because of GeniusLyrics.com, which, by the way, if we were to get any sponsor for this podcast, Genius Lyrics has done us more of a service than any other website. Um, but that is a the Diddy Bop is a dance named after uh, Diddy. However, I don't know who Day Day is. Literally, under Genius Lyrics, the next question is, but who is Day Day? Uh, who is Day Day? I assume Day Day is some associate of his because... Uh, Perhaps King Day Day? Uh, no, Day Day is the name of his gun. No, but... My, okay, so... So, the, the complete verse was, now we catch, and as Mike established, a friend of his at the chicken spot, up a couple chops, pop that acquaintance with a hundred shots, ra-ta-ta-ta-ta, those are all the syringes going in, and then Day-Day made that buddy Diddy Bop, which is a dance. So, hey, you're vaccinated. Congrats. Why don't we do a little celebratory dance? <laughs> Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha, as the next lyric indicates. How do you, how do you Diddy Bop? Do you know what it looks like? Oh, obviously. Obviously, I know what Diddy Bopping is. Well, a podcast is a wonderful medium with which to do this. Maybe uh, follow us on Instagram. Maybe, maybe we'll attempt to do a Diddy Bop <laughs> if you want to see something you can never unsee. But yeah, and then he thought we was going to knuckle up, bitch, I don't box. That seems like just a polite decline. Like, oh, no, thank you. I don't box. <laughs> and I can respect that. With the formal, bitch, I don't box. Bitch, oh. I, don't, I don't box. I was going to say, is he concerned? Because he thought they were going to knuckle up, but he doesn't box. So that's it's not going to be a good fight for so him. There was some, not, he doesn't know how to box. There was some miscommunication because he thought we were going to knuckle up. I guess like one of them sent like a Slack message that could have been interpreted a few different ways. Oh, wait. I Okay, so he, so the other person thought they were going to knuckle up. He, 6 9 doesn't box, so he brought a gun to a fist fight is what I think is what they're saying. So like this guy thought he was, they were going to, they were going to dust, they were going to dust some knuckles, but... Six nine doesn't box, so he just brought his gun and shot him. <laughs> I hope his parole officer doesn't hear any of this. No, we need the fans. <laughs> All right, and then and these, uh, Steve. I'm already running out of uh, synonyms. Um, I'm. You know what? I I'm also running out of synonyms. Let's just uh, since this song title is after named after a famous nonsense word. Let's just use nonsense words. Uh, and these. Uh, Billy Boos. And these Billy Boos talking shit, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so I, I believe that is in reference to probably people like us, you know, all the people who were, who were, tra- I mean, in our defense, we were trashing 6 9 before he... Before it was cool. Before- like, in our defense, we were trashing 6 9 way before everyone else thought it was cool. We're like the hipsters of 6 9 trashing. Uh, but let's see what else he has to say. I am clout. Hear me roar. I am the personification of clout, bitch. Okay, so he, but he is implying he is the personification of clout. Once again, you just have to have a passing knowledge or just read a handful of the articles that covered his various depositions that he gave during his trial. And he's, he's, he's a 20, now 24 year old kid who joined a gang, a legitimate gang for the sake of boosting his reputation. That is what he is. You know, you gotta bet on yourself sometimes, Nick. Sometimes you gotta roll the dice. Believe in yourself. That's what 
That's what Gooba is all about. He landed on green on the roulette. Green, purple, yellow, red, blue. You know, <laughs> that, that space. And he won. Exactly. One of those colors is involved in roulette. <laughs> Are you dumb? Okay, so if you're if you're trying to chastise someone for not being smart and you literally run out of words to describe that after two, you are not exactly proving your own point. Are you dumb, stupid, or or dumb? Did I say dumb yet? Did I say dumb? Did I ask you if you're dumb? I know I said stupid. Like, if he had just used one word and repeated it, I could look at it and say, oh, well, he's making a point. Repetition makes the point for him. No, he's using different words, but then but then he runs out of them immediately. Yeah, are you dumb, stupid, or dumb, huh? Play me like a dummy, despite the fact that he had an album called Dummy, which is maybe where people might think that he was. Uh, like, bitch, are you dumb? Are you dumb, stupid, or dumb? He's, you know, we have questions for him. It's only fair that he have questions for us. Look. Look, look, I, I was just saying, I don't mean to demean the man's intelligence, but in from the perspective of like him in this song, he's not making a very good showing for uh, himself. Steve, I think you were questioning this man's intelligence as soon as the face tattoos were involved. I'm- no, because, re- well, there, yeah, there is that. No, but remember, he's playing a character. So from the character's perspective of 6ix9ine, the character in the song the character of 6ix9ine appears to not know many words for stupid. I, th- I think he's dumb, stupid, and dumb. Damn. Just like, fuck, dude. <laughs> you turned that around and reversed it, Mike. Nice. Are you dumb, stupid, or dumb? Huh? Yeah, you got some money, but you still fuck out. Stupid. Listen, when I talk, you better listen. Dude, that's a lot. That's, <laughs> that's a lot coming from 6ix9ine. <laughs> You got some money, but you're still fucking ugly. <laughs> that, that's what he says in the mirror every morning. You know. <laughs> oh no! It's like I've, he does negative affirmations in the mirror. He just closed that ten million deal. He goes downstairs in the bathroom, just like <laughs> you got some money, but you're still fucking ugly. <laughs> I feel like I feel like since the first episode we did uh, on on his music, we've really crossed the line a bit to just <laughs> vicious personal attacks. It's like, oh man, last the first episode, like this song's really, really weird, well, huh? Look, yeah, this episode, he's an ugly, stupid <laughs> idiot. Personal <laughs> attacks are his brand. That's all. Everything he's been doing has just been going after his haters, Steve. The it's the only way we can comment back. I, you know, I want him to come out with personal attack candies, and it's like rip off the of skills, except instead of an S on them. They're little personal attacks, you know, just little Aww. insults on them. Just as, as long as it's personal, that's what comes yeah. from the heart. Stupid, listen. When I talk, you better listen. We can make them dance, pachata, slide over, do the cha cha. Papa, make me go adios, dimelo, mommy, freka, you nasty, flame up. Now, when he said we can make him dance, pachata, uh, that's. From what I heard, a reference to like shooting at someone so that they actually are almost like forced to dance. But Mike, obviously, as we've established, this is a friend of his. So I think it's also just genuinely helping helping him dance, like after the Diddy Bop. Wait, is he still making this guy dance? This guy's been dancing for a long time. It's a lot of dancing. It's like it's it's like two numbers. Okay, okay, six nine. Ooh, ooh, I'm a little winded. I I, I think I don't need. Now you gotta do Bajetta now. I'm pretty sure he's. 
I mean, pretty sure the guy in the in the in the song that he's talking to might be the Highlander. <laughs> that can only beat one. What makes you say he's, that? Because he's been he's been shooting him for ten minutes now. <laughs> well, actually, it's a fairly short song. Uh, in fact, we're already getting close to the end of it. So hopefully, hopefully it's not. Hopefully we don't go into like the fifth dance number. <laughs> they see me and get excited. Two step, spin around, so fly, pilot, basic, been hot. Way before coronavirus, nigga, who did that? Nigga, who did what? Nigga, that's why shit don't bite it. Nigga, don't dick. What? What? Dropped what, a coronavirus what? reference to remain topical. Well, or date it. The reason he was able to even make this album or this track, right? I mean, technically, yes. It's he, <laughs> the only reason he was able to release this when he did was because he got out early, essentially. He's gonna have a very strange connection to the, you know, almost like a, you know, like how there's a lot of good shit happening to some people during this crazy time. Yeah, where they kind of have to have this weird feeling of like wow things are going really well for me it's a damn shame the whole world's like dying around me you know <laughs> hey what's going on here everyone seems to be really upset about something i don't know what they're talking about i just made 10 million dollars uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> why is everyone so mad i don't think it's upset. i like how he's telling his buddy not to eat his shit like <laughs> hey man that's 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 mine dude don't don't mess with it spit that out right now young man <laughs> All right, but then he goes into the whole same uh, dick riding and blick riding warnings, uh, and then we get one last little verse towards the end. Cloud Chaser, you're mad, I'm back. Big mad, he's mad, she's mad, big sad. Ha ha, don't care, stay mad. Yeah, see, he, he really... Uh... <laughs> He really doesn't seem to understand why everyone's so upset. No, he he just does not care. Because we just saw they animated a rat face on top of him as he's laughing at the camera. He's laughing all the way to the bank. Not really, though, because you actually can't go into the bank. But <laughs> what's what's that thing when you've got a lot of the emotion? Uh, well, when you got a when you a lot of mad, uh, I get a oh, big mad, right? That's 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 yes. That's he says I have yeah. so much mad, so much mad. It's the big mad. Yes. I'm not big mad. I'm just big disappointed. <laughs> I don't know where it is on the scale, though, Mike. That's a tough one. Here at the Institute for Emotional Research, we use the Gooba scale to determine your level of irateness. All right, but he's got a little bit more to say. Tell me how I ratted came home to a big bag of money, I assume. He's not entirely wrong. I am big mad and big sad. <laughs> but more just the state of, I would say, our country and culture. Takashi's 6 9 I will say, it's not the cause he's, of any of this. He's big glad right now, man. He's going to be the face of glad garbage bags now. That's how <laughs> happy he is. Look at that smile. He's petting his dog and he's got... He's got booty all over the place. Got the sure stretch. Garbage never break out. I'm, this guy might be a big piece of shit, and he snitched, and there's no forgiveness for that. But dude, I mean, there are there are bigger crimes that he committed than snitching. I like how everyone's upset, not at the crimes that were committed, but at the fact that like, like the one thing that isn't a crime was committed. Yes. That he snitched on people who were human traffickers, drug pushers, 
murderers. It's the fact that he snitched on them that people are the most upset about. There's a code you sign, Steve, when you go on the dark side, all right? When you sign the dark dotted line, all right, and you, and you, and you start, you see things, it's messed up, man. Are, wait, are you, Mike, let me, let me see if I understand what's happening here. Are you devil's advocating jail? <laughs> are you being the devil's advocate for going to jail? Well, you know, guys, maybe it's not so bad. I mean, lots of people go there. It can't be all bad, right? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's terrible. Jail is jail is awful. It's 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 no it's no fun, for sure. Uh that's basically it for it the the song Gooba. There was one last quote from that same Vulture article I referenced earlier that um I wanted to read because I think it does a good job of summarizing a lot of what we've been saying about 6ix9ine in that uh quote he is a black hole, a vacuum for recognition, a product of an attention economy where we boost snake oil salesmen with hate views because we can't simply believe what they're willing to say to get by. He is the new American dream. We can't stop him because we must know what happens next. Our curiosity is his source of power. 6 9 is Rap's Freddy Krueger. He'll be with us as long as we're looking. Nick, who wrote that? <laughs> I can, uh, I, in the show notes, I can leave. I, I unfortunately forgot to grab the name of the author, but it was on Vulture. It was me, Steve. <laughs> Use dog, you. I'm just saying, Nick, you know what, though? I'm looking at these views, and I'm looking at these thumbs-ups, and I'm looking at, at this Instagram and breaking records, and I think all the haters... Dude, I think the haters must be wrong. I think there's, a, there's people that love them, and maybe you think they're dumb. Maybe he knows they're dumb. Maybe he was even asking them, you dumb, stupid, or dumb? But And they're loving it. They love You're it, probably man. dumb. So I'm going to use only two words to signify the word dumb. One of them being dumb. That's how dumb you gonna are. Going to utilize I'm afraid all the abilities I... of my extensive vocabulary. Look, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid if I use more than two words for dumb, you're so dumb, you won't get how dumb you are. <laughs> He's thinking about it. Look, and when he gets into like, oh, you're mad I'm back. Big mad. That shouldn't confuse anybody. <laughs> confuse the hell out of me. We talked about it for five minutes. <laughs> but, uh... That is it from Takashi69 currently. I'm sure he will have much more coming down the pipeline, uh, and we may or may not have to be there to discuss it, but uh, that is where one he's day, at for now. One day we'll have him on the show. Is oh, it? I can't no. wait to have him on. <laughs> the Song Topsy Report, part of the problem since 2016. <laughs> Steve, put that on a shirt. Oh, yes. <laughs> And on that note, thank you so much for tuning in and checking us out. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are stepping up our social media game, so please check it out if you have not uh, done that as in, of late. In the sense that we're having one. Yes, we, we are present, and it's a very exciting for us, and it will be exciting for you as well. Uh, and you can also follow me personally on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nick Brigadier and uh, Mr. Mike Russell. Uh... Yeah, you can find my stuff on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrRamar.dot. And uh, yeah, like Nick said, you know, come check us out on uh, on our social media stuff going on. Send in your uh, song suggestions. Give a five star review on the old Apple Podcast. And uh, why don't you why don't you tell us how? How you're feeling in quarantine? Are you big sad? Are you big glad? 
I, I mean, are you doing stuff? But you can only that's... answer in those two to three different categories. <laughs> big mad, big sad, or big glad. Yeah, those those are the three. We want to know what what what, uh, what camp everyone's in and how they're feeling. And then and if you're big sad, just send us a little message, and we'll and we'll and we'll get back to you. We'll we'll make you be feeling big glad in no time. That's a that's a Mike Russell guarantee. <laughs> Legally binding. Yes, we're all held accountable now. And Steve, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Your Man Trollo, on uh, my personal website, stephentrollinger.com, uh, and on the Dapper Devil website as well. Um, yeah, like Nick and Mike said, uh, do a bunch of stuff, and then talk about things, and then be, exist, you know. Be, exist. Just like that. Be, e, existing. Well, on that note, guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm going to sit here and ponder why everything's just so terrible all the time. (laughs) As will we all. And we will see you next week. Take care.